It's time for the Catholic Hipster Podcast with my dad, Tommy. And our friend, Sarah. I hope you like it. Hello and welcome to the Catholic Hipster Podcast. Welcome back, you guys. It's good to have you. This is Tommy on the west coast of the United States, San Francisco Bay Area. And out there in the east, in good old, the good old ATL, it's Sarah Fabulous. Do people still call it the ATL? Oh, yeah. That's completely acceptable. That's never going to change, huh? Yeah, but um, well, I don't want to start the show on a negative note. Um, Let's go. It's all now. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> uh, just please, in my presence, everyone, yeah. just do me a huge solid. Don't call it Hotlanta. Oh, Hotlanta's got to be more of like a 90s, early 2000 thing. Right? That is correct. It. So that should um, only be used never unless you're in a Wayback <laughs> Machine. So... You know, if you if you have invented oh. a time machine, you are welcome to go back to the late '90s. I encourage it. I love it. I love it. The Catholic Hipster Podcast, literally powered by Guadalupe Roastery Coffee. Um, I've been up. I mean, I just passed the baby off to come out here <laughs> to the garage. I've been awake since I think three thirty or something oh, like that. Oh so man, the Guadalupe Roastery is getting us through, and it'll get you through too. So you should go to their website and order so much of it the like, best coffee and order so much that your spouse or friends get nervous about you and your spending <laughs> habits that would be my recommendation yeah i mean you can't really get any better than coffee that is um grown ethically and organically and all that good stuff that's right coffee for the common good yep there they go sarah how you doing in lent it's saturday it's been let's see wednesday thursday friday this is day four and it's pretty early so we can't have screwed up yet today too much although i'm up from like midnight all the way so i have more of a chance but you were up pretty late too <laughs> yeah how's, how's lent going day four are you doing awesome oh no i i failed on the first day <laughs> yeah on ash wednesday yeah <laughs> ash wednesday's hard to fail on since you're like <laughs> I love it. I, I really appreciate that about you. What happened? <laughs> Tell us. <laughs> well, so one of my things was like to get up on time. Okay. But my challenge Wait, was... What? What's getting up on time for Cerevabulus? Well, it, it's different every day because it depends on am I traveling somewhere? Do uh, I have to go sure. to the office? Am I in a hotel? Like, do I have meetings? All this stuff. So, so Tuesday, I had to be up at 4 a.m. to make my flight. That should have been Wednesday. That would have been a great way to kick off Lent. Yeah. Man. So, so that's why on Wednesday I failed and overslept. So, <laughs> because, <laughs> way to ring it in. Let's go. Lent. Yeah. I mean, you know, I got up at four a.m. and I went to bed at like eleven. So I was, I just did yeah, not. I didn't day. start strong. That's um, a big day. Okay. So then, yeah. but then Thursday comes around, right? Yeah. And what, what did I do on, on Thursday? Um, Nope, overslept again because I didn't have to go anywhere in the morning. <laughs> because Sarah, I was getting on a flight. Notes. I had an afternoon flight, so I was like, "Oh, I'm so tired still. I'm going to sleep in." It, you know, I absolutely it's just love it. It's just I bad. Love it. It's fantastic. Um, but I have been making my bed, so like that was a thing. Ooh, that's a good one. That's and, a really good one. And um, I was supposed to give up sweets, but I had a couple of peanut M Ms the other day. So. <laughs> But peanut that's or it. peanut butter? Peanut Pe or peanut, peanut butter? What's the peanut? Oy. Peanuts are good. Do you ever eat? Like, do you ever get to a point in your life where, like, who eats regular M and M's if it's not like mixed in trail mix? Oh yeah. When there's peanut M and M's. Well, the dark chocolate and... regular ones are good. Uh, okay. I think I've just gotten so used to the peanut ones that like the regular ones seem too tiny for me, which is oh, probably really that's gluttonous. fair. Yeah. No, I get it. <laughs> no, I get it. Oh, good. Well. I'm still kind of batting a thousand. 
Good for of. you. Look at you, overachiever. But I, I did, but I didn't do like the sleeping thing. That's a hard one to accomplish. Well, I know. It's, you know, it was really dumb. Like past I'm, me uh, was an idiot. Yeah. So you know. <laughs> <laughs> always yeah <laughs> me too i yeah when i was at the dentist on ash wednesday morning i was like you moron from six months ago what were you thinking doing this to yourself <laughs> yeah it's like that so i'm not listening to anything in the car while i'm driving which is kind of like sociopathic a little bit yeah it's you're not gonna weird. get all like um squirmy and like crazy right and yell at people ragey i, I guess is like what i was I, looking for I pray in the beginning, okay. right? Like I'll say a rosary or a seven stars rosary or whatever in the beginning. And then when that's over, I'm literally just singing kind of like I'm driving down the freeway in California singing Christ in me arise because that was like the hymn at mass and it's just stuck in my head and I'm belting <laughs> it out, you know? Pixar, it didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll have to post the dash cam video. Yeah, yeah. I mean. <laughs> and so also trying not to use my phone in front of my kids and wife. Oh, which... that's a good one. Yeah, I have to like put it away, like get, I can't like carry it in my pocket. It's that bad. I have yeah. to like go put it in a different room and like not even touch it or else it's like, I'll be like, well, let's see what the weather, you know, let's yeah. see what the weather is. And next thing you know, you're watching Sarah on Instagram stories talking about, you know, her last minute <laughs> travel trips or whatever. <laughs> it is. It's a slippery slope with that phone. What's your best thing you've ever given up? Or the one that you felt actually made the most difference in your life? I gave up. TV after Ooh, a certain time of day one time, which really only resulted in me being able to watch TV for an hour a day. And that was pretty good. That is good. That's really good. Yeah. Did you do something positive with the time or just not watch TV? Um, I think both are good, by the way. Uh, pretty sure I used it to sleep. That's so yeah, Do you ever notice <laughs> if you're like, I'm not going to watch TV after eight o'clock and then yeah. at like 820, you're like, let's just go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh, okay. So uh, I think I did that year. Try to also read more. Um, I had oh, bought great. a couple of Catholic books to read. You know, you heard about being Catholic, right? It's kind of cool. It's all right. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. Good. It has its ups and downs. <laughs> <laughs> so I was trying to, to crank through some theology books that went, this was a few years ago. So um, I can't remember all of the details, but I know that I did not actually finish the books, but I did not watch TV. So that was good. It was a win. That's a huge, you know, just denying yourself. Yeah. I know it's good to like not listen to the radio in the car. I should be praying the whole commute. It's a long commute in the Bay Area, folks. So just not listening to the radio and denying that is, is good for me. <laughs> I mean, you're stuck with your own thoughts. That seems pretty That's a bad. lot of prayer. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's pretty intense. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. So. We're going to be taking people's questions and topics about Lent, and we're going to be uh, having people show us what was the hardest thing they ever gave up for Lent, and we're going to declare a winner, which is pretty exciting. The yeah. best thing I ever gave up uh, was my pillow, I think. What? That's yeah, weird. I did. I gave up my pillow. and did, how did, did you have like a crick in your neck permanently for all of Lent? It was kind of, at first it was really hard to get used to, but by like week two, you're kind of like back to normal. But I'll tell you this, Sarah, on Sundays, because I'm a Sunday cheater. Um, well, not this year because it's not really something I want to cheat on. But if I give up something that, you know, I really enjoy, like yeah. I, I'll cheat on Sunday for sure. I mean, of course, uh, like the time so I tried like, to give up alcohol. <laughs> yeah, Sunday's bender <laughs> big day on Sunday. <laughs> I will tell you, putting that pillow back on your bed on Sunday night, it feel it's like you appreciate your pillow so much. <laughs> it feels like you're in heaven. I would just every Sunday I would be like laying in bed, like eating a good meal kind of thing, being like, oh, yeah, yeah it's just so good. So, um, yeah, I'm a Sunday cheater, well, which I bet will okay. be one of the questions that we get. Yeah, that's all right. I am. Uh, I have jokingly decided 
because I looked at my travel schedule for the next few weeks that I'm actually giving up being home for Lent. Nice. That one is one you can keep. I have a lot of confidence in you. Same. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we're going to take a break. We will come back after I drink more Guadalupe Roastery coffee because I'm very tired. And um, we'll go through your guys' questions and topics next. All right. I think it's time for a break now. Welcome back, everybody. And now is the segment where Tommy has to read all of the questions that you submitted on Twitter because I quit Twitter for Lent. God bless you. God bless you. So that's actually one I'm going to keep. The thing is, I think I overshot on my Lenten penances. It's hard to do waking up on time because there's so many variables that are beyond your control. You know what I mean? And uh, I'm lazy. (laughs) That too. I mean, I'm just going to call it out, right? I mean, this is, it's all about being honest with our listeners. Isn't that how this goes? This podcast is very honest. <laughs> That's how you win souls for Christ, right? Or, or something. Yeah. Um, our friend Matt Jude, right? Oh, yeah. At Apostle, at Two Apostles Name. We know Matt very well. He's a good guy. He says his topic, I guess, is how liturgical fasting, an individual fasting from communion, for example, or parishes replacing holy water with sand are pretty much less than good Lent practices. Sarah, what do you think about people fasting from the liturgy or parts of the liturgy or parishes with the sand? I don't know if I've actually ever been to a parish that did the sand. Honestly, I would think that was awesome. The sand? You like it? Nice. Go off. Let's hear it. (laughs) No, I, um, well, only because for me, it's my sense of humor. I'd be like, why is there sand here? Um, I don't think it's appropriate, like, because of. Uh, you know, like, I think holy water and having access to that is a very good thing. I think, um, powerful. Yeah, yeah, very powerful um, in a number of ways. And um, and I think it's important for us t- to have easy access to that. And I love the churches that allow you to go in and, you know, fill your little bottles and, and do your thing so that you can have holy water at home. It's very important. If you don't have hol- holy water at home, do that. Um, I always have, I have some have- around. Does holy water evaporate faster than regular water? Because I swear I put it in our little, like, Our Lady Guadalupe hand dipper by the front door, and, like, three days later, it's gone. I don't know if people are, like, blessing themselves like crazy around the house or if it just evaporates at a faster rate. I want some sort of scientific uh, well, research to be done. Well, you know, I think maybe because you live in California and it's dry there, maybe that's a factor. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, it's it's March 9th, for the record, and we have had 15.6 inches of rain in my town. Congratulations. So that's pretty much last year we had 10 and the eight years before that we had zero. So, you know, we're doing really well this time. <laughs> I agree. I agree with you. Holy water. Good. Fasting from communion. I mean, only if you're in a state of mortal sin. Otherwise, what are you doing? Right. I don't. I don't well, yeah. Why would you give that up for Lent? Maybe. That's you weird. know how those jokers get online and they're like, I'm giving up being Catholic for Lent. It's like, you know, block them. OK, like I'm giving up you for Lent. <laughs> <laughs> Our friend from Ireland, <laughs> my home and native land from five generations ago, according to 23andMe, Sean Patrick hopped on to uh, want us to talk about the significance of 40 days of Lent and how it still applies even in today's times. Uh, we're not um, geniuses. We <laughs> should put that right out there. Uh, I, I guess the only thing I can say is lots of non-Catholic Christians hop on Twitter to say uh, Lent isn't in the Bible and, and we're all mm. making stuff up. But holy smokes, Jesus went out into the desert for 40 days. Moses, like there's so many examples of 40 40 days of fasting and penance, right? Sackcloth and ashes. My goodness, read a Bible for Pete's sake. Yeah. And also, 
I think it's more important than ever, um, at least for me, this time of uh, of Lent, because it's so easy to really have access to whatever we want these days, especially mm-hmm. with Amazon, <clears throat> Amazon Prime or Prime Now, which I've never done. But, you know, these these things that you can just order something and it shows up, Uber Eats, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I think it's important for us to take a step back from our modern ways of living and simplify a little bit during this time. Um, I think that there's something to a simpler life and my relationship with God when I'm living a simpler life that, that I don't know if that makes sense, but um, it makes total sense. And I don't understand why sometimes people want to throw the baby out with the bathwater when like, let's pretend that there was nothing related to Lent in the Bible, which is false. It's a really great practice. It's really great to to deny yourself. I mean, it's just so frustrating. There's so every time I say something about Lent, I'm like, well, Jesus literally said that. So well, also, you know, know, we're not sola scriptura people. So bonus praise to Catholics. Praise the Lord. At Catholic Homegirl, our girl Courtney, I'm sure, I think you probably know Courtney. You I've met, met her, her in real life and she yeah. is fantastic. I hear she's fun. Courtney, good to see you. I was watching you on Instagram this morning. Nice, nice work with your artwork in your house. The priest who married my husband and me, my husband and I, I think, Courtney, but you know, keep going, was very insistent. I might not, I don't know grammar very well. No, you she, must had go, right. she, she had it right. She had it right. I may a cool book, Courtney. <laughs> Uh, anyways, this priest who married them was very insistent that you must go to confession if you break a Lenten promise. Sarah, sleeping in and eating sweets, must you go to confession today? No. Uh, so here's the deal. Here's the deal. <laughs> I think that because it's something that is between you, I don't, I'm trying to think how I want to, to phrase this, but I've always learned in my formation that it's it's not like you're breaking some church rule. What you decide to do for Lent is your own personal sacrifice. I don't right. think God's sitting up there with a notepad going, well, Sarah, <laughs> you, gave, you gave up these things and you're sticking He slides at you them. over on this big board yeah. to like the bad side. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I mean, I don't think that's the point. Like, I, I don't, I don't, I just really don't think that's the point. Um, Again, we're not canon lawyers, no. but I'm pretty sure I know that what you give up for land is not binding under penalty of right. sin. Also, You're trying to improve yourself. Yeah. Also, you really don't have to give anything up for Lent. Like the like for Lent, what you're supposed to do is just enter in to a deeper time of prayer and get to get ready for Easter, so that you can fully embrace Easter. Like you don't have to give anything up. That's it, it, it's not like in the catechism. You must give up all the things for Lent. Like it's not in there. It's just a practice that we've decided, especially as Americans that we want to do. I don't know that everyone around the whole world is as gung ho about giving stuff up for Lent as we are in America. Although that would be interesting to know. That would be interesting. People write Sarah emails. Send send, send them to Tommy and he'll forward them to me. <laughs> don't tweet at me because I don't have access to my Twitter account. My so friend changed my password. <laughs> thank goodness. Confession, good. But cut yourself some slag and don't yeah. feel so guilty for Pete's sake. At Father Rocket Dan, or Father Dad as he's known on the Twitters, do you do no salt on the margarita in Lent to make it more penitential? I haven't had a margarita yet this Lent, but I will still be putting salt whenever it happens. I promise you um, that. I, I would probably, if, if it was a pen- penitential margarita, I'd have to put salt on it. <laughs> How are we friends? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> Last question. Jennifer Durney at JC Durney on Twitter checks in with the eternal question. Lenten Sundays celebrate by ignoring your practice or soldier through till Easter with no break. 
Hashtag the jury is out. Well, I'll tell you, for me, the jury is not out. (laughs) (laughs) The jury has come to a unanimous decision that you can do what you want on Sunday because, you know, when the Lord is gone, we'll have time for fasting and penance, but he's with us on Sunday in a different way. So that's my take. Can we go with both and here? Because for some of the things that I'm trying to do, it's uh, if I didn't do it on Sundays, then it ruins the habit. So, like, I'm not going to log on to Twitter on Sundays. It's just better for me to not be on right now. Um, totally agree. Yeah. And, like, the making my bed every day thing, like, I should, I'm an adult. I should do that anyway. Um, you know, I don't know. I feel like. You yeah. do what you want, people. You do what you want, people. <laughs> That's up to you. It's between you and Jesus. I mean. Why is it, uh, do we have this thing as Catholics that, like, we we want to find rules where there's none. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, we're more comfortable. Fi- like I need to know if I can do this on Sunday or not. And then the re- the church says you can do it or you don't have to do it. It's up to you. And we're like, ah, I can't uh, do but that. But there's like, yeah. Oh, what's the real rule? It's so funny. Some of my coworkers, um, they make fun of me. They're like, Ooh, that's your Catholic side. When I'm like, no, I need like the rules. And they're like, mm, it's cause you're Catholic. You need those rules. <laughs> that that's is really anti-Catholic funny. bigotry, baby right uh, there. No, it's all in good fun. It's all in good fun. <laughs> It's really fun to work with people who maybe are agnostic or, you know, whatever, and, and um, have them feel like they're comfortable enough with me to joke around because they know that my faith is important. Right. I agree. That's and this week, I found out that I had more Catholic coworkers than I, d- than I knew about. So that was pretty exciting because of Boom. Ash Wednesday. Ah, nice. Very nice. And we were traveling on um, this week. And so I was like, oh, I can't order that. That's got meat in it. And they were like, oh, my gosh, it's Lent. Yeah, good idea. I can't have meat either. And I'm like, wait, are you Catholic? Yeah, I'm Catholic. So it's been really fun. Yeah. Lent gives an opportunity to to share your faith. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. The questions are great. My four-year-old gave up uh, hitting for Lent. (laughs) <laughs> and um so sunday he, he hit you tomorrow. or tomorrow his is sunday so i'm wondering if he's gonna punch us he's been slapping me oh. and when i say i thought you gave up hitting for lent and he's like oh but this is an open hand slap it's different so he's <laughs> definitely following in my footsteps most you know for sure you have to write this stuff down Oh, there's baby books that'll torment them forever. Yeah. Next segment, we are going to be going on to Twitter again, and I'll be reading, dictating to Sarah since she's done the smart thing and stayed on the gram um, <laughs> and hopped off the Twitter. And we're going to see who has the toughest thing they've ever given up for Lent. And we're going to award them the prize of being told that they win the prize for having the toughest thing. <laughs> it's it's a low budget affair here people i'm in an 08 sienna in a garage all right come on <laughs> we'll, be we'll, right we'll back. figure out what to give you a high five <laughs> hi this is andrew with guadalupe roastery here at guadalupe roastery we are committed to working directly with the farmers who produce your coffee so that just by switching out what's in your cup you can help bring farmers, families, and communities out of poverty. To help change the world, order now at www.guadaluperoastery.com. That's www.guadaluperoastery.com. Change your coffee, change the world. Together, we are Coffee for the Common Good. Welcome back. For the final segment of the Catholic Hipster Podcast, our Lenten special kickoff Saturday, just me and Sarah chatting with you, having a good old time. We're trying uh, a new format, so give us positive feedback. Thank you. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Log on to iTunes and leave a review. Say something funny. Uh, Okay. We asked people for their toughest thing they've ever given up for Lent, and um, we got 
some replies here in the last couple of minutes, even though it's only 6.58 in the morning, 32. So we're going to run through these, and Sarah's going to say yes or no. If she says no, you didn't make the top finalists. If she says <laughs> yes, you did. And then we'll we'll kind of work through the finalists to figure out who we want to win. All right. So ready. sorry in advance. I know we're not supposed to be judge and jury as Catholics, but here I am. <laughs> There's someone here that you're going to have a hard time saying no to. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Friend of the show, Annie at Ann Rye at home. Um, she says pretty much any woman with a difficult pregnancy during Lent has this same one. All physical comfort. I can attest to watching my wife go through pregnancy. Annie, that's a pretty good one. Yeah. <laughs> this is the one that I said Sarah would have a hard time. Thanks, Tommy, for starting with the hardest one. All Let's assume that that wins. Uh, anyone who's pregnant during Lent just wins. All right? So so we're going to be picking the runner-up. Yeah, Annie. what's worse, though, being pregnant during Lent or being pregnant w- during summer? Pregnant during summer is hard. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. It looks hard. I'm fat during summer. That's also a little <laughs> bit hard. Our friend at Derbaila Bear. <laughs> Sorry. I'm like, let's linger there for a minute. Summer bodies are made in winter, Tommy. <laughs> hey, I was born in February. I was meant to be a chubby. There you go. <laughs> at Derbaila Bear, who I've met and gone to a, a mission in Fremont, Mission San Jose with. Good to see you. I wish that... Um, I wish that your lovely fiance and possibly wife, if it's been that long, was still on Twitter. He gave up meat, fish, dairy, including eggs, alcohol, olive oil, food before noon. What do you eat then? He's an Eastern Catholic, I think. So he's got the he's serious. This okay, is a real that, deal. That freaking wins. Like I'm Papa just Shirapa, done. <laughs> the top two have already won. Papa <laughs> Sharapa said sneezing, which he's just a joker. So I don't think that's real. Oh, OK. No. William of Baskerville says he tried to fast and abstain from all meat for the eternity. Oh, <laughs> entirety of when I thought it said the eternity. eternity. <laughs> uh, he wasn't really 100% successful. That We like that. That's good. Yeah. Rachel, Rachel Lattery gave up her bed and slept on the floor every night. Rachel, that's like saint level stuff. What are you doing? Who are these people? Why do you listen to this podcast? <laughs> we We're not good. We are not good, Sarah. John underscore T underscore Fisher says his greatest was hashtag heyday. Also, I gave up Facebook. I don't know what heyday is, but I'm glad that he listens to the podcast. Yeah. Thanks, John. Benjamin gave up coffee one time. I've done that. It's pretty miserable. So here's the thing about giving up coffee. Lay it on us. <laughs> <laughs> is, isn't it more penitential for the people around you than you? Uh, that's that's my argument. <laughs> like you I shouldn't force your Lent on your family. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Chaz Bogats checked in with this one that blows my mind. Hot food. Anything above room temperature. Chaz gave up for Lent. Oh my gosh. You guys are um, like so amazing. The listeners are going to heaven. Mike Fitzpatrick gave up sarcasm, which is like the best thing you could ever possibly give up for Lent. Great job, Mike. Yeah, that's <laughs> going to be hard, though. I would fail. I would fail like five times a day. I'd have to go to confession five times a day. <laughs> that's right. If Courtney's priest is right, we're in trouble. <laughs> oh, man. Michael Stipula gave up meat this year. He's going through it. I gave up meat one year in high school, and on Easter Sunday for lunch, I had an ultimate cheeseburger from Jack in the Box. Can I tell you? I don't recommend that. That was bad. I bet you were sick. I was very sick come Christmas dinner. Kim Morgan, Sarah, says, 11 years old. In 1982, Pac-Man came out on Atari, and she got it for Christmas. She then gave up video games, and for 40 days, her family played in front of her while she had given it up. Oh, that's mean! (laughs) (laughs) Ah, families. This is why families are the best. Amy 
Jiglio. I bet there's a better way to pronounce that. Um, she gave up wine and she has five kids. And Bless the teams, you. Yeah. Can you imagine that? But she prayed more. So that worked out really good. That's oh, what we were talking about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, Museum Dreams checked in to say sleeping in, snoozing the alarm. So there, there's somebody after your own heart. Yeah, that that's a good one. That's that's really hard. <laughs> Molly Burhans gave up alcohol, meat, but she was a vegetarian at the time. So come on, Molly. <laughs> <laughs> and she didn't eat on Friday until after sundown. That was a great Lent. She's oh. right. What do you think about that? That's pretty good. Deborah Zambrano, dairy, added sugar, bread, pasta, alcohol. I could only drink water and eat meat, veggies, fruits, and nuts. So you were on paleo. There you go, Deborah. That's a hell of a Lent. Timothy Soto gave up hot showers. I gave up hot showers when our uh, water heater went out for a couple days, and oh, it's miserable. It's the worst. Rebecca Grimes says Twitter with eight exclamation points, but she logged but on. But she's to Twitter on Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> hey, Rebecca, what's up with previous that? Previous year, previous year. Is it Sunday? Maybe she's in Australia and it's oh, Sunday. Okay, I don't okay, know. Yeah. Kurt Schnipple, who you know. Yeah. Coffee and alcohol the same year. What was I thinking? <laughs> you weren't. That's the problem, Kurt. Keeping it Catholic said, when I was in elementary school, my mom made the whole house give up TV and she would bring out puzzles and make my siblings and I talk to each other. Okay, that's excellent. I really like that one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Alondra Jimenez gave up social media. Kyle the girl checking in to say, I went vegan once and it was worse for my friends than for me. I don't know (laughs) if that's because I don't know if that's because she was grumpy. Or because she continually talked about how she was vegan during Lent, which, you know. Or she likes to hold dinner parties and all she cooked was oh, vegan Oh, and they were food. like so miserable. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't think about that. Uh, ben Hamin has checked in to say he tried giving up arguing. Sure. Okay. Why not? That's yeah. good. Right? Adam Waddle gave up food. What? But then clarifies saying he did a Ramadan-ish fast, only eating one small meal after sundown. And he says, <laughs> for anyone thinking of trying this at home, he ends the tweet with, felt like I was going to die by the end of the day. <laughs> That's living it right, Adam. Yeah. Go. Andrew Zetz gave up juice and soda when he was 11. All meat except for chicken this year. That's pretty good. Yeah. Tony cutting the line. Tony cutting the line maybe all year. Maybe all year. Yeah, maybe just stop that in general. Although, but if you're doing, yeah. if you have a problem cutting the line, Lent is a great place to start giving it yeah. up. Yeah, I cut Thanks. the line once at the Empire State Building in New York City. You did. Yeah, it's actually a pretty great story. I'm keeping track of how many times you have to go to confession. Yeah. Oh, uh, hey priests, anybody, really, anybody? <laughs> can we do confessions on the next podcast? No, at not really. A chola checked in to say, one year in the bloom of my youth, I did meat, all meat, and cursing. Cat of Alexandria said, my freshman year of college, I gave up adornment, i.e. no makeup or jewelry, only simple hairstyles. Oh. Go cat. Shannon Rizzo says television. So, you know, you got another spirit animal here. Yeah. Anna Rose said, not me, but my younger sister gave up all sauces last year. <laughs> what? Does she, li- does she like sauce queen? Is she it, said is that- gravy, hot sauce, ketchup, all of it. I think she even went so far as to not include salt and pepper. I love, I just love, I love being Catholic because I love thinking about how there's non-Catholics who give up stuff for Lent, you know, and they're like, I'm giving up chocolate. And it's like a totally secular thing. And then they meet a Catholic who's like, I'm giving up all sauce. And people are like, <laughs> what does that even mean? Yeah. I mean, it, it, did she like have a sauce addiction? I mean, <laughs> I have so many questions. I have so many questions. Anna, we like your younger sister a yeah. lot. 
Tell her to call me. (laughs) Silvery Bubble gave up coffee. Vicky checked in to say one year I gave up buying anything except food. That's a really good one. That's a really, really good one. Okay, well, I'm sure that, you know, I'm sure that doesn't count. Or maybe she lives and doesn't have a car, Tommy. Not everyone lives in cities like we do where they have to drive everywhere. Miss Molly checked in to say that her son's first grade class has given up Roblox, which I guess is a kid's video game. Oh, okay. Rumpaford B. Hayes came by to say lunch. That's a hard one. Oh. And John Boyle gave up making New Year's resolutions, but that's not during Lent, so that's I don't know. That's supposed to be funny. So maybe you need uh, to talk to sarcasm guy. <laughs> 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 all right. What hits you, Sarah, after that long list that you don't remember at all at this point? Um, honestly, one that stood out to you? the one that was the second one where they gave up, like, all the things. Alcohol. Me. That's right. Let's um. Let me go back because I just started. What was that first one? That was oh my gosh. Uh, our boy O underscore Crux underscore Ave just checked in to say using money. That was pretty good. So you're you're saying at Der Baylor Bear meat fish yeah dip, alcohol olive oil food before noon. Yeah. Also, I want to know what you do eat. <laughs> just salad. Great, Salad's great not listed there, but no dressing for you. <laughs> Yeah, that one. Because that's right. just like, yeah, that's tough. Yeah, that one, honestly, the bed thing. Like, oof. The bed and sleeping on the floor. My oof. gosh. that's yeah. You guys are hardcore. I We have lots and lots of winners. And and you with the pillow. Like, I'm still stuck on that. <laughs> I have a really comfortable mattress. Okay. I guess. And also, my wife would say that I would wake up. She would wake up in the middle of the night, and I would just be, like, on her pillow. Of course like, you were. <laughs> <laughs> that's marriage, baby. That's marriage. <laughs> you like Thanks, steal you guys. it <laughs> you guys are incredible for yeah. sharing all these great things on twitter this early in the morning um and you guys are just the best keep on keeping on this lens we're going to be back for more this lens right so yeah we are um we'll probably try and include some of your twitter content in the upcoming episodes the next two episodes have guests and then we'll get back to this fun stuff i think right sarah yeah it'll be almost easter so maybe we can have fun family easter stories so gear up that's right. That's right. It'll be a good time. Sarah, it was so fun. To be so on fun. This, this like blew morning. by. So we hope you laughed with us and enjoyed my talking over Tommy like I always do. Me too. <laughs> I talk over you and myself. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? No. <laughs> oh, man. Sarah, it's so great. People can find you on Instagram. Your Instagram stories is the place to hang out and be. Yeah. You're living the dream. This weekend, both- I'll be posting some fun stuff. I am. Yeah. I am going to the Charleston Food and Wine Festival this afternoon. <laughs> Get it. This afternoon, people. <laughs> and I decided 12 hours ago to go. So <laughs> I don't even think I'll make it to the grocery store this afternoon. And you're flying to a different state. I'd love it. You're yeah, it'll be my third state this week. Fourth fourth state this week. If you count the Georgia. Time, the next time you're in San Francisco, though, we'll do something fun. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'll, I'll talk to you about that offline. But, I know. Uh, That's right. I'm gearing up for hopefully a couple trips this year. Yeah. People, you can um, find Sarah, like I said, on Instagram. Is it Catholic Drinky? Do you say at Catholic Drinky if it's on Instagram or you just say Catholic Drinky? Uh, How does that work? I don't know. That's a great question. But we'll go with at Catholic Drinky on Instagram. And you can find Tommy on Twitter. And he sometimes comes on Instagram. But I'm trying to get him to spend more time there. I have a crooked nose, so I'm very self-conscious about taking pictures. You don't have to put your own pictures up on Instagram. (laughs) Hello. You know. Well, yeah. 
you're like, Thanks. oh, yeah, I didn't think about that. Thanks for the tip. Just, um, just don't put pictures of Steve. Everyone will log off. <laughs> what a way to wrap it up. People, have a great rest of your first week of land. We love you. Take it easy. Bye. I couldn't resist. That was really good, Sarah. Also, because I have your Twitter page up, and like it's you and Steve talking, and I was like, oh, yeah, just don't put pictures. <laughs> They're absolutely pathetic. <laughs>